0: What is up, everybody, and welcome back to Rockhound Radio. It is Friday, and we are going to be talking about some current events going on, actually. Um, I usually don't get involved. I'm much more of like a conspiracy guy in the crazy stories that nobody ever wants to believe, but we all saw how that turned out with the aliens, right? Everyone was asking, me, oh, my God, you hear about the aliens? I was like, bro, I have been saying that shit is real for, like, Honestly, probably fifteen years. So, ooh, you're a little late to the party, but a little late is better than never. I mean, honestly. So, <clears throat> no, I figured today we would talk about a few things that are kind of kicking around on the internet. Um, the first one, I am, uh, yeah, I am sure that if you have been on Facebook, TikTok, um, or YouTube or any of that stuff in the last week or so, um, you guys would have came across somebody by the name of Oliver Anthony singing his very or his very like I don't even know like top of the billboard song uh, Richmond North of Richmond um, this song has got the internet in a, in a fucking mind blown rage like in, in all the good things you get this small town dude that just gets up on the stage with his guitar and his mic man and he just sings his heart out And you can really, you really get that. Like, I, like, first time I ever saw this. So, mind you, um, this, like, start, I saw it start on TikTok. So, like, I saw this guy singing and I, like, kind of, I didn't watch it all. Um, Everybody's got, like, the curse of, like, the TikTok. You watch it for a second, then you, like, flip to the next one, right? And you just do that for, you know, honestly, hours of your day sometimes. Um, But it's like, I kept seeing it. And then about, I don't even know, like a couple days later, like after I, I saw his video and it was like the very, very start of this huge avalanche that we're going to talk about. And then like literally days later, like it's a, it's like number one on Apple music. It's all over everywhere. People are talking about this new song and um, all this crazy stuff. Right. So if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely give it a listen. It is honestly, it's fantastic. And He's kind of, I don't know, I, I wanted to talk about, uh, there's an article, I'm going to post the article too, it's from Fox News, but these music producers and the music industry is just shocked that you get some guy that is just some regular blue-collar working guy, and he's actually a country guy singing about shit that's actually real. And it's like blown everybody's mind. And he actually started a... Um, he, he introduced himself to on to the world on his Facebook page so he like made this big long uh, post on Facebook talking about like 50,000 messages and emails the last week um, it says he's paint that have painted a brutally honest picture of widespread addiction unemployment anxiety and hopelessness um, he's basically talking about because he came up with a couple other like small songs where he's like and he openly admitted to like having troubles with alcohol and having trouble with addiction and things like that and it's just it's awesome seeing somebody come out and just right out the gate being like, hey, dude, you know, this is this is who I am. This is why I'm doing this. And he was just um, it was it seemed like it was just an outlet for him, you know, singing the songs. And now he realizes that, like, hey, dude, like you helped a shitload of people, um, you know, whether because uh, people live through more or less entertainment, you know, they live their life through tv or music and a big thing has always always been music i mean look back as far as god time really and just look at the influence that like music had over people and things like that and it is just insane to see the giant wave that he's created just being this he pretty much told it like he pretty much said like i don't i don't think i'm a great person you know i'm I'm, i've battled yeah blah 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 I've battled addiction. I'm really not like the greatest person and things like that. But, you know, it's just it's just kind of crazy to think that one little thing in his life is now like started almost like it's like a revolution, man. I I told one of the guys I work with the other day, like this guy's starting like a revolution. Um, Music companies tried to buy him out. He's like, I don't want it. I don't want the money. I don't want the you know, I don't want that bullshit. And it is it's fucking mind blowing, man. I mean, this guy has undoubtedly made himself one of like the best and most powerful musicians right now um, just because he's refusing to like step into that mainstream media shit where the, the problem is, I think, is music has kind of lost its touch over the years, especially in probably the last 10 years. Um, just look back at the music that was made 10, 15, 20 years ago, um, even back farther than that, like look at uh, some of the... Like, the fucking classic rock and roll that, like, everybody grew up listening to. You know, those guys are out on the road, like, partying, putting on shows, and fucking living a rock and roll life. Like, they were there to live the life. They weren't there to fucking party away all the money and make these music videos and buy all these fucking houses. No, dude, they... You know why they didn't do all that? It's because they was on the road partying away. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it was. And now, um, especially with country music, man, you have, like, the... Uh, it's basically like a pop, like a pop country. And this pop country is just kind of, it almost puts a sour taste in like actual country music mouth. Like, um, when you think back to like some of the classics, you know, like Hank Merle, all the, I mean, the list goes on. I'm just using very generic. Yes. But, um, brutally honest. Um, yeah. What am I even, what I'm trying to think? Oh, fuck. My brain's fried. Um, examples. Yeah. Jesus. But yeah, it's just uh, it's just kind of insane to me. So don't think for a second like if you're out there in your life and you think that you have something, whether it's like a fucking awesome voice or even if it's not awesome and it's you know, and you just want to get it out there because it helps you vent, do it because look, that's what essentially this guy did. He said it seemed to me like that like the original video, he's just kind of like at this little concert, man, and he's just singing his heart out, dude, and you know he's there battling his demons up on stage man and now look like now he's you know he's on everybody's phone he's on everybody's radio and it's just kind of insane to like think like hey you know and this could literally happen to anybody the day and age we live in where social media runs more or less everything I don't want to say the country but I kind of want to say the country but uh, with social media running everything and the ease it takes to have something go viral is insane to me especially if it's something like music related or god forbid you get involved with something political or politics or any of that shit obviously it's kind of it kicks up the trending pretty damn fast but you, you get what i'm saying it's just kind of insane to think that you know one day you could be sitting there just doing something that you enjoy doing and then you're like you know what fuck it i'll make a will make a video or i'll you know post this video and then all of a sudden like boom you wake up and everybody on the internet's looking for you i mean can you imagine how insane that would be I mean, I get excited when I get four or five plays on an episode throughout a week um, for you guys listening. And that kicks my heart up. So I couldn't imagine like waking up and just being like, you know, somebody wakes up and be like, hey, the whole entire Internet is looking for you, bro. Just because of that one fucking that one video and that one song. Um, it is just kind of insane. And the big thing, too, is like the uh, like what he's singing about, man, he's he talks about feel like people getting taken care of on welfare, people that are, or he talks about like Epstein Island and shit, makes comment about that, and basically how they, uh, how they just want total control. And man, oh man. Um, that's kind of, I mean, if he didn't hit the nail on the head, you're lying to yourself. I mean, honestly, if you want to talk about control, just look at, like, look at everything that happened with the pandemic and look, you know, just... God, turn on the fucking news channel and it'll, if it doesn't spell out control for you, then, you know, and I, then obviously you're just part of it. That's kind of how I feel. Um, everything with, you know, the politics and I, I don't, like I said, I try not to get involved super into politics. One, because I've never been interested in it. And two, is i'm not that knowledgeable and i'm not going to argue or try to you know what i mean like talk about something that i mean yeah i talk about like conspiracies and stuff like that but to me that's different than like bullshitting your way through politics i just don't ever want to be that person um especially with that topic it's just not my gig man but yeah he he basically talks about you know like uh it's kind of like the rich get richer man and that's how it's always been that's how it's always going to be and this guy's like calling everybody out you know the whole epstein Island thing. Yeah, that happened, and now, you know, there's a documentary on it about Netflix, and now what, like, you hear people talk about it, but it's it's kind of forgotten. You know what I mean? It's like all those memes or all those pictures or songs or videos, viral sensations. I mean, unfortunately, this shit just gets added on top of it, and before you know it, it's gone, and people kind of just say whatever. You know, knowing damn well that, hey, you know what, that shit's going on, is probably, well, yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, oh my God, I cannot even, la, 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 let's try this again. Damn well knowing that it's happened and that it's probably still going on at this very moment. So, but yeah, you know, nobody cares about that. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's just insane, man. Like this big, the big scheme that you got running over more or less total control, man. And this guy like calling everybody out, calling everybody out on their bullshit, just being some, uh, some regular guy. And, you know, it's really, it's really showing people like, hey, you know what, just because you might be revered by your peers or, you know, or anything like that, say what you're, say what you're feeling and say what, stand what you believe in, because, you know, this guy's out here pretty much showing everybody in the, in the world right now that, hey, if you just, uh, if you're just there and you're yourself and you, you know, do your, do the things for what you originally sought out for you know what i mean like he probably like i'll just read this facebook post it says he recounted more than reading it says i'm sitting in such a weird place in my life right now i never wanted to be a full-time musician much less sit on top of an itunes charts draven from radio wv and i filmed these tunes on my land with the hope it may hit three hundred thousand views I still don't quite believe what has went on since we uploaded that. It's just strange to me, he wrote. People in the music industry give me blank stares when I brush off $8 million eight million dollar offers. I don't want six tour buses, 15 tractor trailers, and a jet. I don't want to play stadium shows. I don't want to be in the spotlight. I wrote the music... Yeah, I wrote the music I wrote because I was suffering with mental health and depression. These songs have connected with millions of people on such a deep level because they're being sung by someone feeling those words in the very moment that they were being sung no editing no agent no bullshit just some idiot in his guitar this is or the, the type of yeah the style of music that we should have never gotten away from in the first place which he's 100 percent right it says Anthony discusses past employment that included a living hell at a paper mill in North Carolina and once fracturing his skull in 2013 that forced him to move home in Virginia currently lives on a farmland he paid. Well, I don't know. I understand why. It's just showing. I guess it's just weird that they would include it. That he said it paid ninety-seven thousand dollars for it. He lives inside a twenty-seven foot camper with a tarp on his roof, and he basically talks about being working in manufacturing. And every uh, blue-collar worker he came up to and interacted with in ten years, man, there was all the same. They just felt like they were getting fucking pushed down, and you, you know what I mean. Like they're just the the problem. I I personally think the problem is. Everybody wants to make the money off the blue-collar guy, the working man, but he's the guy that makes nothing, you know what I mean? Like, we're out here working every day, and I mean, and I don't, and I don't even mean to say man, man and woman. I mean, the thing is, is it's keeping everybody down, and they just think that they're going to rob you of this time and this labor, and you're going to be fine with it, and ultimately that's what that's what happens every day because you know how can you you know how can you go against or protest the job because regardless of where you work you're still going to need money um you're going to need a a way for income to take care of your family your kids yourself whatever that may be and you know they they just kind of they they kind of have you by the balls man um as shitty it is as, as shitty as it is to say but yeah it's uh it's just kind of insane that this one guy sparked this whole entire wildfire dude let the world let the world on fire with one song and uh, now I think we're gonna I guess we'll see but I could really see some smaller um, like some smaller musicians and you know these these people that come out of the woodwork man that are just super talented but just never had the uh, had the courage to step out and say hey you know what I'm gonna try this. And for all those people out there, you know, if you ever hear this message, I hope you do step out of your step out of the shadows, out of your comfort zone, man. And uh, just fucking reach for it because you never know what could be waiting for you on the other side. Uh, truly, truly insane. So let's see here. What else have we got for today? All right. So <clears throat> I've got something very, very interesting to talk about, I think, for the rest of the episode. Um, for a lot of you guys that know. And a lot of you listeners, um, I live in Ohio, so I saw something in the newspaper today while I was in the gas station, um, which kind of sparked a little. While. I was like, man, I got to talk about that. That'll be interesting. So, uh, Ohio Marijuana Legalization Initiative qualifies for November ballot. <clears throat> so, basically, um, the ballot at the end of the year for Ohio will be though, either they're going to vote on legalizing uh, pot recreationally. Oh, yeah, if I can get rid of these hiccups slash heartburn. Um, which is kind of a insane big step. I was kind of reading through this article. Um, it says, It says, The coalition first filed the petition early last month, but was short nearly 700 signatures. However, during a 10-day extension issued by the state secretary of the state's office, the group collected over 4,000... Four, yeah, blah, God, God, I, I don't understand. I haven't actually been able to read good for like the last couple of weeks. Um, 4,000 signatures while surpassing the threshold to be included on the November 7th general election ballot. It said, if passed, the measure would revise at the state's state's existing marijuana use code to allow adults to possess up to 2.5 ounces and most forms of marijuana and would establish a 10% sales tax on its purchase. What's crazy to me is now after all these years um, the what do you want to call it? I can't even think right now. Um. Yeah. The opioid crisis and the pandemic where you had all these doctors that were just writing these subscriptions for all these pain pills and all this stuff. And everybody was like, oh, my God, like, you know, pot's really bad and you should go to prison for selling weed or, you know, every time you get, you know, if someone's driving and you get pulled over and somebody has a, a fucking joint on them, dude, you know, they're going to get yanked out of the car. And uh, but meanwhile, there's all these doctors out there writing all these prescriptions for um, illicit substances. Well, not really illicit substances, because the people that really need them are the ones that stuff. Yeah, suffer suffer like the uh, like cancer patients and things like that, or um, cases where they have extremely and crazy amounts of actual pain that they need this medicine for. Um, now the people that actually need this stuff are kind of. You know, they're at the thrall of this because the opioid crisis got so bad. You had all these doctors writing all this shit. And the whole entire time, literally everybody said, weed's like, weed's not that bad, man. Weed's not that bad. And, you know, like the pills are the bad thing. Like all these fucking, you know, these people that get strung out on pain pills or like, you know what I mean, eat Xanaxes or do whatever. And go after the bad side of it like this the entire time like the pot community was like hey like there's a fucking problem here when you've got these doctors writing out these substances that are awful for you because they're being abused you know when we've got this plant that grows and you know you kind of get a little you get a little high off of it and you you want to eat some food or it helps calm down your social anxiety or whatever it may be you know what I mean the list goes on and on and now it just seems funny that the, the crisis happened and like the big crackdown happened and then like fucking fentanyl took over and then now you've got everybody pretty much manufacturing your own drugs but it's like f- they're fake drugs and it's just to get money and it's you can i mean for god's sakes you can buy these fucking kits to make fentanyl tablets or make these tablets on amazon and it's just kind of like you wonder who's you know what i mean like who keeps feeding that dog like if you wanted to help get rid of the issue, why would you make that readily available? Um, because it doesn't make sense to me. Like if I was a, if I was somebody who had subscri- or prescriptions where I had to take medicine daily or things, why would you need to make your own medicine? You know what I mean? Like I've heard of people not being able to take um, pills like orally, so they have to, um, whether it be like a liquid or whatever that be, uh, but I've never heard of somebody being like, oh, well, you know, you know, doc, I really can't, you know, take this powdered medicine. So if you just want to give me all the substances, I can, uh, I got my own pill making kid at home. I'll just, you know, whip up a couple pills for myself. And I, I never, nobody's ever, ever in their right mind ever done that. But it's just kind of crazy to me that now it's like the, the script is flipped, right? Like everyone's jumping on the bandwagon like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, pot's not that bad. Um, and it's just kind of like hindsight 2020 thing. You know what I mean? How do you look at something that was literally doing favors for people, like doing things that <clears throat> people couldn't quite describe as far as like their anxiety and PTSD and um, pain relief and sleep and things like that. Um, but it was bad for you. You know what I mean? But I mean, that's just kind of the stigma that it got. Um, I've, I've worked with a lot of people that are quite a bit older than me. Um, some of them almost well some of them twice my age so when they grew up the stigma around pot and things like that was completely different i mean it's just and it's nothing against them it's just you know what i mean that was just the uh, how they were raised more or less so the stigma and like the stereotypical like you know pot user was what we what i like to think is what they thought of as a pot user then is what we would think of as, as like a crackhead now or like somebody that's like fucking meth out or cracked out and or like laying on the streets with a needle hanging out of them. <clears throat> you know, that's what we think of when we think of a drug user. That's what I think of, you know what I mean? You know, people fucking 30, 40 years ago, um, not even. Well, yeah, probably that. Because, well, yeah, 30, 40 years ago, if not longer than that. I often forget, um, like... It's just God. It's a tall tale sign of getting older, like forgetting how long ago stuff was, or trying to like think like relevancy and the amount of years. Um, but yeah, it was back then. You know, you smoked a joint, dude. That was fucking bad business, man. You were, you were Johnny not so cool. You know what I mean? Like you were the, the baddest dude. You're gonna get arrested because you smoked a joint, man. Now it's it's over now. But yeah, now it's like, hey, dude, just smoke a joint, chill out, dude. And then, you know, tomorrow we'll try it again or whatever. Uh, but it is just kind of crazy to me to to think about that, um, <clears throat> especially since like I was born in '94, so I was kind of like uh, I don't know, I'm kind of like right in the middle of a bunch of stuff, you know, like the rise and fall. You you kind of got I kind of got to experience um, like technology as far as like gaming consoles and computers, like from base model to like now they're beyond imaginable. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like we're, you know, and back then too, like I was born in the late nineties. Yeah. But like the two thousands were like a weird time. Look back at like TV comedy, things like that. Um, and then just like a way of life and like compared to now, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, it's just kind of insane to me to, uh, to just kind of look at all that and be like, huh, wow, it's about time. You know what I mean? Cause I thought for years that, uh, I honestly didn't think it would take as long to get legalized medicinally in Ohio just because of how many states were kind of jumping on the bandwagon. Um, It was a big, it was a big deal in the U.S. when that first, you know what I mean, when they first started turning over and saying, hey, you know what, let's try it. So, uh, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. Uh, That's all I got for this week. I thought it'd be fun to do some, I was going to get into some other political stuff, but. I don't even... The problem is is like I think of the episode ideas and I'm usually like on the couch and I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably write that down. And then I don't and then I get sucked into the TV or playing whatever and pretty soon an hour goes by and I'm like, well fuck dude, what was I supposed to remember? You know what I mean? But uh, but yeah, that's all I got for this week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Um, yeah, right into the show. Let me know what you think of uh, Oliver Anthony's new new hit song. Richmond, North of Richmond, man. What of absolute... Just fantastic song um, fantastic message and it, it's just cool to see cool to see somebody step out of the shadows like that and take over the world man that's what uh i don't know i, I don't want to say that's what i want to do but uh because that would be like a, i don't know but it be very crazy i just i love seeing these people out here being true real people and real artists um, doing stuff for the right reasons and getting recognized man and then being staying who they are as a person you know not not just uh, changing everything about who they are because somebody offered them a bunch of money man because honestly if he would have just been like, oh, yeah, sign me up. I'll take every fucking tour bus and semi jet you got. You know, would he be any better than any of the other musicians out there right now? Absolutely not. But you know what? He's sticking to his guns. He's a strong dude. And uh, I'm excited to see where his career in music takes him, man. I think the dude's going to be a. A fucking knockout dude everybody in the country music industry better watch out dude because that guy is he's gunning for every top spot in the business man i really do believe that and as far as the uh medical marijuana or the medical but recreational pot in ohio i say let it let it happen dude so many states already right re- legalized it recreationally i mean what, what's the what's the harm in it you know what i mean the state's gonna fucking make a shitload of money everybody's gonna make money and everyone's gonna be happy at the end of the day um yeah, I mean, that, that's what I think. So, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think. And if you enjoyed this, uh, stay tuned next week for more Pokemon Violet and some more collaboration with old school gaming and RPG. I'm going to plug Cameron's uh, podcast in here for a second and his YouTube. Make sure you guys check out his stuff. Um, he has been grinding out a bunch of games, recording up. He, I mean, he's super ahead of me in Pokemon um but yeah so go check out his stuff and uh you know while you're on the youtube you can always slide by where i'm at rockhound radio baby check out all the gameplay but until i see well yeah i was kind of messing that up but yeah that's all i got make sure you guys uh follow it yeah make sure you guys check out the facebook page and uh you can find me anywhere you find your podcast at so yeah i will see you guys next week and have a good one